Welcome to the Work Utopia Podcast, the number one show on the internet for motivation, practical tools, and happiness strategies. It's real talk for professionals, managers, and employees who are tired of the status quo and in need of an outstanding career and life. Work on the inside, develop your very own work utopia, create a life full of virtue, purpose, and happiness. And now, the man dedicated to helping you attract your ultimate work, Alexander Lauren. Hey! Welcome! Welcome to the Work Utopia Podcast. This is Alexander Lauren. Today is part three of the series of talks about the Buddhist non-virtues, the rules that I try my best to adopt. So let me give you a quick recap. I made an exception the other night, you know, caused a little minor harm to my body, just minor, too much food, lack of sleep. Then I asked, why, why did I even call this an exception in the first place? So it made me think of, of rules in life, and I knew that I had some. And and honestly, sometimes I forget that they're there, but, you know, they're there. There are rules. I was thinking that we all have rules, unwritten rules, written rules, even unconscious rules. So since I adopt a Buddhist worldview, I go with what this tradition tells me, and it really does work well for me. And I thought about discussing this on the podcast. I thought it could be useful. So here's the final part, part three. Now, if you are listening to the Work Utopia podcast for the first time, and maybe you're a new subscriber, can I let me just tell you, this is not a religious podcast. It's it's not a, a podcast based on religion. The Work Utopia is about finding and sharing tools that promote personal happiness inside and outside of the workplace. You know, religion or spirituality, it happens to be one of those available tools, you know, free. It's also free, you know, and I would call it religion. I call it religion if you if you study it, but then I call it spirit, spirituality if you actually practice it. All right, 10 non-virtues. So, so far we have covered the non-virtues of the body, stealing, killing, and sexual misconduct. Non-virtues of speech, idle talk, harsh talk, divisive speech, and lying. So today, lastly, the virtues of the mind. Greed. Greed. Can we all agree that greed is not good? Greed is not good, right? And greed might be at the top of the list for, for much of the problems of the world. Greed certainly seems to have caused this divide amongst the rich and the poor. No? Yes? No? When it comes to greed, you want what other people have. And you really want to take it for you. Take it for yourself. You don't want the other person to have it. You want it for yourself instead. Let's say your coworker. Let's say your coworker gets that promotion that you really wanted. You don't want them to have it. And you hold on to that. You hold on to this desire 
of still wanting that promotion and you want the desire of their new status. You want that for yourself. And really, that creates a lot of internal mental harm, no? In a situation like that, the person who wanted that promotion, you know, they're creating a lot of jealousy. They're holding on to a lot of negative thoughts about the situation, maybe the other people involved in the decision. Negativity, you know, especially toward the person who got promoted. And you know what? That that's that's potential fuel. That's that's fuel for bad actions. Like a bad action of sabotaging the person so they lose their promotion. You know, greed, <laughs> greed is bad. And it's okay to have what other people want or have. It's okay to want what other people have. Like wanting to have the happiness that some people have, but not wanting to take it away from them. You know, it's this, it's this attitude. I want this. You should not have this. This should be mine instead. I got to think that this must be a very difficult way to live your life. Because a person that's full of greed, they're always wanting and they're always taking. You can't. You can't be happy if you're practicing greed. Like, how could you possibly be happy being this way? You're never satisfied and you're always wanting more for you. You know, honestly, it sounds like a personal hell to me. It really does. Instead of being happy for others, you're upset about it. Oh, sounds terrible. Okay. The next one is ill will. This is another disgusting non-virtue. Ill will. Ill will is wanting people to suffer. Yes, suffer. I want you to suffer, and you know what? I am going to be happy about it. It's about being happy when bad or negative things happen to people. It sounds awful. It sounds awful, doesn't it? But you know what? Most of us do this a little bit. For example, I remember the last time that I can remember doing this was when I was driving. I'm on the highway, and as usual, there are crazy people <laughs> behind the wheel, and they're take they're taking chances. There's they're going way too fast, taking chances. I, I, these, you know, these drivers, they really worry me when I have to share the road with them. They, they're really worrisome. I mean, why take, why take a chance? Why risk your life, right? Why risk anyone else's life? Anyways, I remember one time <laughs> there was this really foolish person. They're going way too fast. I mean, they, they really did catch my attention. They were zigzagging around the road. They zoomed right by me. A, a pretty bad driving. And I don't know, maybe 10 minutes later, something like that, I could see as I was driving that they got pulled over. And oh my God, I was thrilled. I was so happy. I was so happy they got caught. I was so happy they were getting punished. Punishment. Punishment. That's the key here. I was, you know, I was glad that they were caught and off the road. Yeah, I was thrilled about that. But should I actually be glad that they are going to get punishment? Happiness from someone else getting punished. Uh, You know, 
Okay, uh, here's an easy example for you. Criminals. Criminals. They cause so much suffering, do they not? But should we really be happy that they're locked up? Yeah, yeah, you know, maybe we should, maybe, you know. No. <laughs> I would say maybe we should more or less be relieved that they're locked up. I mean, we all know that the world is full of suffering, right? We all know this. Sometimes it just happens to hit closer to home. This is part of the human experience. And of course, we all want to avoid suffering at all costs. And we work on it, right? We work on it. We do our very best. Now, I think with the, you know, the Buddhist mindset in particular, that if someone rejoices with happiness over, let's say, the criminal getting a severe punishment, in their view, the Buddhist view, this actually causes the person who is rejoicing and happy, this causes their own suffering, their own personal suffering, this action of being happy over someone's suffering. I am sure that every hardcore Buddhist out there, maybe even every hardcore Christian, they will tell you, instead of being happy about someone else's suffering or punishment, to just practice being compassionate instead. All right, lastly, it's something that the Buddhists call wrong view. And I think that all the traditions, they might have some form of this. You know, I, this, these are more like exclusive tradition rules. Yesterday, I mentioned the list. I read the list of the Ten Commandments. And the first one was that you shouldn't have any gods. So if you're a Christian and if you're practicing wrong view, then maybe you've got a few gods on the go. I, I don't know. I've never heard of that, but I don't know. Just a crazy example. Now, one of the ways that I practice the right view rather than having the wrong view is that I just don't ignore the principle of karma. You know, karma, a very popular word. What's the popular saying? What comes around goes around, right? You, you, of course, you've heard this. Now, at its simplest, any action taken with the body, the speech, or the mind is going to create a positive or a negative karma based on what you do. You do something good, you produce a, a good karma, a positive karma. You do something bad, you produce a negative karma. So karma is certain. It's a certainty. A person cannot escape karma. Karma will also grow. Kind of think of it like if you put, if you're doing a bad action and you're creating a karma, you're putting the karma out there. It's kind of like planting a seed. You're planting a seed. And before the karma actually returns to you in, in, in the negative way, if you've done the negative action or the positive, the positive pr produces good, the negative producing bad. Okay, so before it comes back, since it was thrown out like a seed, it actually grows. It grows while it's out there before it returns to you. So karma grows. The good news, 
the good news here is that if you've actually done something bad, karma, when it comes back, will be, it'll be over. The action is over. Karma is finished. Once the karma comes back to the person, it's over. And I don't know. Uh, you still okay? You still can. You still a candy bar from the store. You just I don't know. You pocket a candy bar. Maybe the karma comes back like um, twenty bucks. Twenty bucks fell out of your pocket. So the karma of your stealing has come to a close. It's done. It's done. Now the problem is you can't really pinpoint or predict it. So. You know, karma is also a matter of faith. And honestly, the idea of karma is really a promotion for good actions. You know, trying to be a good person. Now, I mentioned also about you can't stop karma. If you're a really, 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 really hardcore Buddhist, you can you can try your best to stop it with, with other stuff that I can't possibly talk about because I don't even fully understand. All right. So anyways, there you go. The 10 non-virtues according to the Buddhists. Anyone can do them. I mean, let's face it. You don't have to be a Buddhist to do, to do the 10 things I mentioned. Really, you know, it's not complicated either. If you need to make some changes in your life because what you are doing is not producing happiness, then go with this. Go with this or another tradition. You know, I you know, I bet if I was a betting man, I would put my money on the idea that the rules of all the other traditions, they're all probably pretty similar to one another. Well, that's the show for today. It is going to be an amazing week. Listener, don't you agree? Have a wonderful day. Take the best of care and goodbye for now. Thank you for listening to the Work Utopia podcast. Don't forget to subscribe to this podcast on iTunes or your favorite podcatcher. And check out the Work Utopia YouTube channel for post-podcast video content. Are you in need of career or life coaching? Contact Alexander via email at alex at Till next time.